I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What up, you're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I'm Ryan. And this is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games. Ryan, tonight we'll be speedrunning this episode. <gasps> Do you we- really want me to? Because you no. know I've done it before. No, we, we did that before and it did not turn out the way I would have wanted it to. <laughs> really? You Quick, fast, and easy? <laughs> quick, fast, and easy. The exact way that most people wish we would probably approach many aspects of this That's podcast. That's what my grandma tells me. You're interesting. <laughs> what exactly did your grandma tell you that she wanted you to do quick, fast, and easy? No comment. Ben Gay. <laughs> no comment. I feel like there's a Wheeler Walker Jr. song involved here. Probably. I'm not gay, but 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> Which one of you queers going to suck my dick first? <laughs> ah, that great, that great poet Wheeler Walker Jr. <laughs> He is, uh, he's a Jewish man from Kentucky who is faking as, are we still recording? Yeah, we are. (laughs) Okay. He's faking as a redneck outlaw country man. He is indeed. Uh, he has include, he has recorded many albums, uh, all of which are completely age restricted. Uh, however, if you would like to, would you like me to read you some of the, uh, Oh, I love the, you. The too. track listing from his latest album, which is entitled world war three. Hell yeah. Or Wheeler Walker jr. The third, <laughs> depending <laughs> on how you want to. I see where he's going here. That. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first, the opening track of WW3 is called Save Some Titty Milk For Me. Yep. Second track, I like smoking pot, uh, brackets a lot. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Even when, don't know what that's on. But then number, track number four is called Fuck You With The Lights On. So That's romantic. Uh, and then the next one called I Sucked Another Dick Last Night. <laughs> I still ain't sick of fucking you. All the pussy you will slay. Anal in the dishes. Addicted. Rich some bitch. And the, of course, closer fucking it up. <laughs> so if that gives you a little bit of the oeuvre of musical genius. This guy opened for Kid Rock, man. He opened for Kid Rock. Well, that tells you about everything you need to know about Wheeler Walker Jr. and his latest album, WW3. Which could just be Wheeler Walker Jr. the third, or just his third album by Wheeler Walker. Yeah, it could it could also be. Who, um, who's to say? Anyways, Rolling Stone wrote <laughs> the magazine. I'm assuming not Mick Jagger himself. Oh my God! They didn't imagine, or they didn't dig up Keith Richards and ask him what he thought of he's Wheeler Walker alive. Jr. There's he's no still need to alive. Dig him. He just looks like he's been dead for 20 years. Anyways, That's Rolling true. Stone, Rolling Stone called Wheeler Walker Jr.'s WW3. Unfathomably. Un- <laughs> Unfathomably. This is exactly the way they wrote it. 
It said pause for speech impediment. Unfathomably Drinking. obscene and undeniably offensive, but also goddamn funny. <laughs> That's so. all we want. And catchy. How about that? Anyways. Like eating pussy and kicking ass. Save some titty milk for me. Uh, all the pussy you will slay or fuck you, bitch. That's probably his biggest song. Yeah, that's another another big one. Uh, I don't know why he doesn't have more of his uh, more of his music on here. Uh, he's got a Wikipedia for he's a Jewish man. Ben from Hoffman, Kentucky. He's a comedian. He's an American comedian, actor, writer and musician. As the Wheeler Walker Jr. character, he's released three albums of satirical country music rife with profanity and sexually explicit lyrics. Amen. Anyways, his first album, Redneck Shit, debuted at number nine on the Billboard Hot Country album charts and number one at the Billboard Top Comedy album charts and yeah, number 127 on the Billboard Top 200. So he's in the top 127 Hell yeah. albums, period. BT Doves, Wake Forest is number nine in the rankings. How about that? I thought that was pretty wild. <laughs> That is pretty wild. Anyways, the the uh, the titular title you were talking about earlier, "Fuck You, Bitch," came out in twenty fifteen. <laughs> Sweet song. Hope uh, uh, fuck your dog. Hope he never comes home. And then in twenty seventeen, we get the um, the double whammy of "Pussy King" and "Finger Up My Butt." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All classics. All things you want to play at Christmas time. Don't mind if I do. Hey, Grandma. What up? Hope you hope you hope you don't mind. I put on some WW three. Okay. <laughs> Amen, man. You go ahead and put that on. That's gonna be all right. Slap on some WW three opening tracks. Save some titty milk from me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so nice and rhymes. Um, Jake, what has life taught you this week? What is something that you've learned from the week since we last podcast? So, uh. This week, mm-hmm. I yes picked up a Nintendo Switch Oldest. <laughs> what? So what you've learned from that is it's superior. As a man that now has two Switches sitting on his desk. <laughs> You're a Switch hitter. I have a problem. <laughs> yes, but Nintendo also has a problem, as you explained it to me earlier. Do tell. Um, okay, so I don't think it's uh, a huge revelation that Nintendo, as a company, they still believe it's like 1997, I think. feel like we've done this one before. They're very much confused by this thing called the internet. and Maybe they so work for the dark web. One would think, one would assume, Ryan, if you're a company that's putting out a new console, that you're kind of counting on you know maybe if you've had one device for four years five years and you're like uh, some people are going to buy this new one and want to upgrade but probably want to bring a lot of uh, their their games over and a lot of those games have a lot of progress that they've saved and they probably want to just bring that over in an easy stupid non-confusing sort of way you want to it's so (laughs) dumb uh so I picked up the Switch OLED this morning and I spent from about 4 p.m. this afternoon till about 5.30 in the afternoon trying to... Oh, this has been since I've been here? You got this today? Yes. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I ordered it last week and it came into my local Best Buy this morning. 
And you know that I was straight down there. I misread all the lines for store pickup. They had four different signs for store pickup, but it turns out you just go to a register and then they go to the back and get it. That's when you're so excited. You can't hide it. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm fucking stupid. I'm hope. I can't fucking read, but they literally had four signs pointing in four different directions for store pickup. Not my fault. Get it together. Best buy. Yeah, I'm not get it together. I haven't. I don't leave the Five house. Signs would have done the trick. I don't leave the house that much, but I'm not that illiterate. You fuckers. <laughs> I do know how to read sometimes. Anyways, um, so I picked it up uh, and it's got this incredibly confusing way of transferring your profile and save data from one switch to another. It involves a physical cord signing in on one device and then signing in on another and then deregistering one device as the primary switch and de- and un- re-registering your new device as the new one. It involves transferring your save data from the source console to the target console. Not to be confused with the Best Buy console, which is where I got mine at. Some people get them from Walmart. Hell, you can get them from fucking Sam's Club, probably. I don't know. Hell, Ricky could do you could do get that from anywhere. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so it involves transferring your profile and then you transfer your games and then you reformat any SD cards and then you have to download individual save games separately, even though they're backed up to the cloud. So if you are lucky enough to get your hands on one of these, and if you're ever interested in getting a new one in the future, uh, the process, and I don't know if I just did this wrong or misread it, but it is arduous it is not intuitive and you are definitely going to be looking up a youtube video or two just to make sure you're doing it right also if you play animal crossing as a lot of you did last year when the pandemic started (laughs) yes which is still considered last year which is crazy crazy to think that that's not three years ago because it really feels like it yeah tiger king 2 coming out this month (laughs) maybe (laughs) probably we'll get to that news um so confusing it'll make you question your sexuality (laughs) go ahead jake (laughs) if you played animal crossing you want to bring your island over uh you have to download a separate app because cloud save data and animal crossing new horizons is not supported so you have to actually download a Nintendo-made app to, p- to bring your data from one console to another to make sure that you don't accidentally delete your I- island and wipe out hundreds of hours of picking weeds and fishing and filling out the museum that you've already done. This was coronavirus time, so clearly everybody invested a lot of time into the it. The fact that that game came out last year and they never bothered to be like, hey, you know what? We just like we can put your save data somewhere else. And then if you get like a new console or whatever, you download the game. And when you start playing, since you sign in with your account, guess what? Your data is already there. You just start playing it. Would it bum <laughs> you out if you lost all your data? For Probably not. I've been th- there's they're putting out a big DLC thing later this week that I'm considering going in on and that I was originally thinking maybe i'll just start a new island but then i was thinking about how it gates your process in the first like two weeks where you can only do thing you can't do anything for like a day (laughs) and i was like i'm never doing that again (laughs) so would you suggest how would you rate animal crossing as a game yes as we've moved away from coronavirus uh people love it so i think that but what do you think about it? I think it's if it's like the only game you play or if it's something that you like to just check in on as like a 
like a half an hour a day kind of thing. It's relaxing. But um, the further away from it I get, I think I like a lot of games in this style, but Animal Crossing itself, I don't think that I could ever spend hours and hours and hours doing all of that again in the same way Mm -hmm. that I did when it first came out. (laughs) So I I think that part of that was it came out exactly the right time that it needed to to just take over everything for like two or three months. But if it came out now, I don't think I would give it the same time and attention. And I do think that there are a few very specific things about that franchise and the way that the game is, that particular game is structured that I wish would get updated if they made a new one. I the gating your progress from day to day, not something I liked at all the way that it's synced up with your real calendar. So for example, uh, certain things it's like, Oh, you pay for like a house upgrade. They don't build it until tomorrow. And since it's synced up with a real time calendar, if you buy it on November 3rd, that means until midnight on November 4th, that thing you paid for doesn't actually get built. So if you're looking to like, oh, I'm going to like expand my house and like put a bunch of furniture in it. Like <laughs> my you can't fake house. physically. So people love this, but you cannot do it until the clock actually ticks over. Unless you go in and met into your switches, actual time, time Indeed. and fuck around with that to jump forward, which is how a lot of people were able to. Uh, jump, jump around and, and do uh, and do different sorts of things. But yeah, it's it's absolutely um, that's just bonkers. Yeah, it's why wild. <laughs> it's wild that it's structured in that sort of way. That's the, one of the reasons why I prefer games like um, like Stardew Valley. Another one that's in this sort of it's a there's more to do in that type of it, there's more to do in that. But it's also like every day is compressed into basically like 20 minutes. So an actual, an actual day does not sync up to your real time calendar. And that's why I feel like that something like that, I could sit down and play for a lot longer time. And I also think that I just like the, the art style more in something like that. I love the old, it feels like a super Nintendo game rather than scroller. Well, like the top down sort of thing with like Pixelated. the pixel art. I think that the, that just it just makes you feel like this could have been a game you were playing as a little kid, even though it's, you know, it, it feels probably nostalgia, better. but it get the visual nostalgia of that. But um, yeah, that kind of brings me to uh, another one of our first like news points is that uh, the guy who made Stardew Valley, he's put it. He's announced that he's making a new game called the Haunted Chocolatier. Uh, which he put a trailer out and it looks exactly like Stardew Valley, but apparently it's, um, it's haunted plays differently. So you, and there's no like farming in it, but you are like collecting like monsters and stuff and making like food and stuff out of them or something. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's, uh, he, he said it's like very early along in it. So I don't know if that means he's done doing Stardew Valley updates, but if you've ever bought that game, the amount of free shit that he's put in there over the last like five or six years is, is definitely worth it. In Stardew Valley. Yeah. It's like 10 bucks on pretty much like every platform. And he's put out like multiple, like free DLCs for it. So it's, it's definitely well worth it. It, It's a, it's a time sink. And if you like that kind of thing, it's a, it's definitely a good one. I, I still think it's, probably superior to animal crossing in my book. And I've definitely played it quite a bit more and there's just more to do. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like, but 
Yeah, so he's he's working on a new game. He said it's not going to be out for a while, and I don't know if that means he's not he's done with Stardew Valley finally or not. But I couldn't imagine him being done with that. But maybe he isn't held down by like the company. Maybe not. Like he's a lone it, wolf. The other thing was he was the only person that basically the only person that worked on that game. So maybe he's hired a lone few. Wolf. He's finally hired a few employees to kind of help him out with some stuff to so. make the haunted chocolatier. <laughs> yeah. So he didn't say he never put out a release date or anything, but just put out a short little trailer being like, hey, I'm the guy that did Stardew Valley and I'm making a new game. Finally. Did he look so, like how you would imagine the guy? No, it was just gameplay stuff. Oh, he, so he, 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 he never showed his, he never showed his face. His name's like Eric something, but he has this weird name like his name is like concerned ape or something <laughs> that was his like what he's had like an incognito name for like the longest time eric the concerned ape it was just concerned ape and then you learned his real name was eric something or other but smith i don't know why he was like i'm this secretive person he's just like no i'm just a game developer <laughs> <laughs> this is what i do you figured me out i don't know why it had to be the a mystery is gone yeah it's like sting Sting's haunted chocolatier. Oh, we finished watching uh, Murder in the Building. Oh yeah, how how did you uh, how did, did you, you like finish that watching finale? it? I did. Yes, I enjoy the fact they're making a second one. I thought the ending was really funny. Um, I it was who I suspected because you don't have that the bassoon player. Per- yeah, okay, you don't have that actress in there mentioning her in the credits and not have something like I just suspected her just based on her who she is. Yeah. Um. And then, lo and behold, it was her. Um, I really enjoyed Steve Martin's uh, where he thinks he gets up and he's telling things like reminded, standing up to her. And then he's like not. Wolf of Wall Street where he was on Quaaludes. On yeah. I thought that, too. And they even <laughs> made mention of that. I think Martin Short was like, well, how many Quaaludes do you take? <laughs> um, but it also reminded me of Beer Fest because at one point um, the actor who plays Barry, who's the character in there, he's like thinking he's banging this like hot chick and he's like being all smooth and stuff and it cuts to real life and she's not as pretty i think it's monique and uh he's wearing like a beer um like 12 pack hat and he's like (laughs) which is exactly what happened with steve martin but he looked like a turtle in that little um stroller thing which was hilarious i loved it i i really I like the fact that he was so giddy to tell everyone that he had sex too. He was like, we had sex Lots with each sex. other. <laughs> and he had sex with a murderer. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'll be interested to see what, how the next one goes. Um, I hear that that's going to be released as of right now, mid 2022. Yeah, I could, I think probably if they're trying to line up around the fall, Around fall, which is about when this last one came out. So. Well, in the um, at the end of it, it said coming this fall. Like they were kind of making fun of it, and there was like Tina Fey and her apprentice or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and she said coming this fall. I like that show. I think it was just a it's a fun little. Just I think the three of them together just are, are great, and that's really what sells it for me. I would watch it again. I wouldn't be surprised if half of that was unscripted and just them like riffing off each other from scene to scene, where they just have maybe like, oh, this is what this needs to happen in this scene, and they just make up like the dialogue as they go. Mossos. <laughs> um, I wonder if Chevy Chase would make a return because oh, he's boy. technically one of the three amigos. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something in season two? 
I think. Do you think time is right for a Chevy Chase comeback? I don't know. Do you think him and do you think him and Donald Glover have squashed their beef and no. Chevy Chase could finally return to the screen? I would be interested to see what actors they could recruit for the show now that they've made their way. Like Conan O'Brien. I could see him. I could see Conan. <laughs> I could see Conan being mm-hmm. on this. Who's another famous New York person? Um, not Adam Sandler. Um, I want to see Seinfeld. <laughs> I want to see Jerry Seinfeld on this. You know, I don't know if we'd see Seinfeld, but maybe uh, Jason Alexander. I could see him. All right, all right. Um, I don't think you'd see Kramer. No, Kramer got canceled. Michael Richards, yeah, he got canceled. <laughs> yeah. I feel like enough times passed that he could come back. Um, and Kramer got Paula Deaned. Yeah. Well, let's not forget that Kramer is a character and does not reflect that of Michael Richards. <laughs> Kramer is his own person, man. True that. True that. He's probably one of my biggest um, influences as far as comedy goes. Cosmo Kramer. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> yeah. That's why. That's why you always enter my uh, house in the same way. Yeah. You always kick in. the door down and go, Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> You're like, I'm Jake. What are you talking about? I've always wondered that, but I guess that's that's finally given me an answer for why you do that. Um, So I'm going to start with the news here. Facebook reveals it's going to name itself Meta. But I don't know if they're going to change Facebook's name. Well, so the parent company is going to be Meta, Mm -hmm. but Facebook is going to be renamed to Ron Artest now. Ron Artest. (laughs) Perfect. I mean, Instagram's going to be called World Peace. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so apparently Dr. Dre is making new music for GTA. And this comes straight from a dog. The Snoop Dogg. Straight from the Snoop Dogg. How about that? Not surprised. Um, uh, I think that it's either going to be for, which we'll talk about in a minute, the GTA Remastered Trilogy or for GTA 6. Okay. Yes, we will discuss. Could be either one. Um, but let me tell you a stroke of genius happened here today. Hit, a hit a man ate two meals at Six Flags every day to pay off his student loans. For seven years, a man who goes by Dylan, that's his government name. Government name. Used his $150 Six Flags Magic Mountain annual pass and its meal benefits to eat lunch and dinner there almost every day. He's paid off student loans, got married, and bought a house in L.A. Well, Dylan does more than just eat at Six Flags. I feel like he makes pretty good money at whatever job he's dick at. in the bathroom at Six Flags. Hey, wherever you can make your money, you got to scrounge that change, man. Yeah, Get that to, mouth on work. To, to pay for parking. Like, I understand you got an annual pass, but my God, does that cover parking, too? Because parking is like maybe he fucking, worked nearby. Maybe, maybe he walked. worked nearby. And walked maybe he in. Ubered. Right. None of none of the things you described are either convenient and or cheap. Maybe he door dashed. I'm it. calling bullshit on Dylan's story. Dylan's like, I listen, I paid for six. I paid off my college loans. I live in L.A. I live in L.A. That most was like a red flag city. to me. <laughs> I got married and bought a house in L.A. Well, you know what, Dylan? I call bullshit on your bullshit you story. fucking liar. Anyways, speaking of liars. Tiger King 2 is coming out this month, Ryan. 
Carol Baskins is suing Netflix to no, stop it from no, coming on. November the 17th. What did you think about this batshit crazy trailer? I didn't watch it. Did you watch it? I did watch it. What did you think about it? Well, I'll tell you what I thought about it. We got a lot of Jeff Lowe. We got a lot of uh, Alan Glover and we got a lot of Tim Stark that are back. We got a lot of. Uh, is that the weird guy that drives the jet ski? One of, I think. What's James Allen is the one on the jet ski. I don't remember who Tim Stark is, but Jeff Lowe is the one who's got the wife and they're having like threesomes and stuff. They yeah. Have like a threesome in the like Tiger King two season trailer. They're having a threesome. Yeah, I mean, the setup for one. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's fucking nuts, man. Like I it, was the, it with a chick or a dude. Two chicks at the same time, and Jeff Lowe and his bald ass and his bandana. What if it was like one built- of us or someone we knew? Like, hey, I'm I'm here for the party, I'm and they're like, the we're threesome. setting him up for threesome. <laughs> I'm here for the threesome. I just want to take a picture with the tiger. <laughs> nah, man, you responded Fucking to the wrong. Suck the stick man. responded to the wrong Craigslist ad. <laughs> Damn it, not again. <laughs> I hope you came with the sheets and the tarp. I came uh, with condoms. I thought that's what you meant. No, no, no. You're in the wrong. You in the wrong Tiger King trailer. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Anyways, Joe Exotic is uh, definitely still in jail. There's definitely so yeah, he's like, trying to get pardoned by Trump. There, yeah. For a while. There, well, there was uh, some picket signs with Trump's face and Joe Exotic's face on it, and it looks like a bunch of. Uh, so I think pretty much every single interview with him is done like through the like prison. I don't think. There's going to be any in-person ones, but maybe they can. I mean, you see this in true crime stuff all the time where they get like to talk to the person in jail and interview them. But so far, everything in the trailer was just him talking like over the phone or whatever. And Carol Baskin is obviously not interested in participating in this second season because she was uh, a little bit upset with uh, the way that she was portrayed. But it looks she was portrayed crazy in the first one. Exactly. And she's dancing with the stars. She doesn't want to come back. Uh, It looks like they're not giving up on uh, the investigation of her husband's (laughs) murder and disappearance either, because that was one of the first things that they said. I don't remember his name because it wasn't Baskin. It was was his name is dead. Because her her current husband's name is Howard Baskin, but I don't remember what her what weird pictures they took together. Very strange. That's a they strange love couple. tiger print and tigers and you know just awkward uh, Christmas Carol <laughs> Christmas just, cards. Ugh. Uh, we got our S and M like Tinder profile mixed up with our Christmas cards, and we accidentally I sent that out freaky to the mailing list. I know she's like lick it like a cat, freaking water from a saucer. Pour milk all over me. Yeah. <laughs> it disgusts me. Milk and tuna. Slightly intrigues. Milk me. and tuna fish. Oh, <laughs> God. I just ate tuna. <laughs> Gross me out, man. Ground tuna. Ugh. We're not talking. Ground about, and pound that we're not, tuna. We're not talking about some fresh <laughs> ahi tuna. We're talking about from a can. Just crack that can open. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right on there. <laughs> um, so apparently there may be a new Crash Bandicoot game. So, so apparently, <laughs> I so, love the way that we introduce every news. So apparently, well, this one so, says <laughs> potentially leaked. I love how news is always like potentially or whatever. So we continue that trend. It looks like there's a possibility. We never give anybody direct answers because then we're held liable. This is called almost accurate, not definitely. 
It's the reason the show maybe. is called what it is. It's not called definitely this is what's happening. This is called maybe. Yeah. Um, Boondock Saints 3 is in the works with Norman Reddus and Sean Patrick Flannery returning. I like those movies. Do you? You saw the second one? Was the second one any good? I was drunk and high or something. I watched it. And I okay, let me rephrase this. Terrible. I like the first one. Okay. The second one? Not as good, probably. Uh, I'm, But I will say, this is what I recognize Norman Reedus from. I think most people recognize him from The Walking Dead now. <laughs> yes. Uh, 100%. But I was like, hey, it's the guy from Boondock Saints. And uh, that's who I think of him as. Well, let me hit you. Now I think of him as the guy from Death Stranding, where he makes poop poop rockets and throws them at ghosts that explode. Boom! What a great game. That was was the best fucking game. Weird. (laughs) Um, Speaking of weird, um, so Marilyn Manson went to, he's Uh converted back to, he's converted back. So assuming that he was already a Christian before, with the help of Kanye West and Justin Bieber, apparently Kanye West has this huge uh sunday service and he's invited everybody and everybody dressed in white and so this just tells me i i'm taking christianity's bullshit here um so oh that might be a heavy subject but the fact that marilyn manson's there and kanye west is just crazy as fuck and justin bieber he's young and probably impressionable justin bieber is also fucking insane so these people are dumb this is dumb. One of these pictures has Justin Bieber, and this is a tweet, is currently reciting a prayer, thanking God for creating birds, trees, and all animals, and he's surrounded by Marilyn Manson, Kanye West, and Roddy Rich. <laughs> and Justin Bieber said, we cast out any demonic presence on this day in the name of Jesus, and Marilyn Manson did. He nodded. What fucking weird photo this is. Look at all them dressed in white, wearing like hoods and shit. Yeah, this You is- never want to be around bunch of white people dressed in white wearing hoods you don't that's bad this it's is crazy bad news this is fucking crazy this this is the most insane thing i think marilyn manson's trying to clear his name he's taking advantage of this yeah he's for all, wasn't he in some legal trouble and he was yeah, like for you as know much what? as a shitbag as he is he is a pretty smart dude <laughs> you know what's a good idea right now cleanse my sins <laughs> yeah it reminds me of whenever we watch the conan o'brien thing wherever kevin hart and them uh pull out and the cop comes up to him he's like sir sir the good thing about me is i am a christian <laughs> and i just feel like that's what marilyn manson's doing it's like i am a christian I'm, i've converted back and uh i no longer try to have rough sex strictly missionary strictly missionary as a, god intended a firm handshake afterwards yes and only if I'm married to the lady. And only if we're trying to procreate. Yes. It's the only reason two people ever have sexual intercourse. Yes. False. <laughs> um, but it just blows my mind. I'm just looking at this as just like bullshit. People are like, oh my God, this blows my mind. Yeah, it blows my mind too. But it's also people can do shit to try to manipulate other people. And like, open your fucking eyes, you dum dums. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's bullshit. Oh, uh, anyways, yeah, this is uh dumb as fuck. Oh yeah, it <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. This is so crazy. I that's why I posted. I was like, what the fuck world are we living in? This makes no sense. Speaking of stuff that's equally as insane, Ryan, we watched the new Michael Morbius trailer. God damn it, Jared Leto's a vampire. He can uh, fly. He, he can fly through, through the subway. subway. <laughs> oh my god, this movie looks like a bag of shit on fire. Jared Leto picked up Jared from Subway, 
and fucked him and they went going <laughs> he's got they the, went into the van and went he's by got his photos school. on his laptop you put the rest of the together. fbi showed up yeah and they're God. Like, michael morbius <laughs> we know what you did <laughs> God, jared love us like Le- hold Leto up is such a tool i'm very slowly gonna pass this big magnet over my computer's hard drive yeah <laughs> god this movie looks like a bag of shit as well does eternals but i've i maybe i'm wrong about that eternals i do not think i'm wrong about morpheus or morbius sorry so apparently eternals is reviewing decently but i've seen it go both ways i don't it doesn't look like a good movie to me it looks it looks like a two-hour movie it's going to eat up most of my day. It looks like a two, yeah, a two hour movie that's going to set up for another two hour movie. Well, they said that with, it's not necessarily, there's no need for a sequel. <laughs> I've read that. Uh, interesting. Marvel saying there's no need for a sequel. I don't believe you. <laughs> but this like it, it looks so I think part of the charm of Venom, even though I don't think either one of those are very good movies, is that they are goofy. And I think that they're goofy in a way that they're self-aware enough to be like, look, this is kind of low budget comparatively. And we have <laughs> Tom Hardy doing like four different voices. And most of the movies, him like talking and arguing with himself. And that by itself, it's... It's dumb, but it's funny enough that it kind of gets you through it. This does not seem to have any of that charm. No. And it's also Jared Leto, a person that people are divided on. I think There's no divide. There's one side. There's strictly one side. He is an unlikable person, and I don't see how him being the main character of any movie like this is going to carry it and have that same. And it looks like it's taking itself extremely seriously. And I don't think that that's going him. That does not bode well. Jared Leto in a movie that's taking itself this seriously. That's about a fucking vampire and a doctor that's walking around on crutches. And now he's like eating people and he's got a six pack. I don't, I don't see how I'm going to like this. (laughs) I don't see how I'd like this movie either. I will also mention that, um, in the beginning, they mentioned that Spider-Man and Venom, like the movies that were created by like the creator of these movies. And at one point at the end of the trailer, they say uh, Morbius or Jarrett Leto says something. Somebody's like, I am Venom. And he's like, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm Dr. Michael Morbius. It's oh. got Michael Keaton's vulture in it where he's like, hey, oh, it does. Michael Morbius. We should. Mor- we, should fuck. we should do some Morbius stuff together. And yeah, we like, should fuck or something. It's you know, I've been with an older man before. Also, you got a poster of Spider-Man uh, and it's got murderer written over the top of it. Yes. So it looks like the the line between the the spinoff Spider-Man v- villain anti-hero movies and the actual Spider-Man is going to cross over at some point. Do you think that no, Spider-Man, this I, Spider-Man, <laughs> which is supposed to be pretty long, this new Spider-Man movie is going to be the last one that the Marvel universe has and they'll do like a one-off wherever he's like in this world. No. You don't think so? Maybe. I think Tom Holland is going like, oh uh, this is probably the last time I'm going to be Spider-Man for a little while. I think that uh, I don't have a contract but you know I I called Bob Iger and then I called whoever the fuck's in charge of Sony was like I want to be Spider-Man some more and they're like alright we'll make another movie. 
Uh, I definitely think that he is going to be Spider-Man again. Uh, both he's, I think he's going to be at least another Avengers thing, whatever the future that is. And I do think that in some capacity, he's going to be involved in these Sony spinoff ones. He may show up later in the uh, Marvel movies because yeah. he's pretty young and be like, I was yeah. Spider-Man. I really think that they're setting out to be Spider-Man for like the next 20 years in the same way that Iron Man and Captain America, where they, the same characters for 15 straight years, basically. So. Makes sense to me. <laughs> Fuck it. Do it. And he's so young, too. He could be he could he could be young Peter Parker all the way he's up like until, us. We're young. Yeah. We're young guys. Still young. Young at heart. Uh, young, until, no, we're young guys. Back until like in, in Spider-Verse where we're old, burnout, uh, fat Peter Parker who's ate too many <laughs> pizzas and he can't even, ha- he's not even hanging out of the ceiling anymore because he's unemployed and he's just been eating too many pizzas. <laughs> he's got a big old beer belly. Yep. And he's wearing a... The world's so fucking cruel, man. <laughs> so cruel. <laughs> Do you get replaced by a younger, more ethnic ethnic Spider-Man who's got a more interesting backstory than you do? <laughs> Which is what's going to happen to this podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> Two white guys? No, I Out. don't think. I don't think so. We've heard this one before. <laughs> There's too many of these on the internet already. <laughs> Speaking of too many white people... Um, there is too a many round- white people. Meryl Advance and fucking Justin Bieber, their prayer circle. Yes, uh, <laughs> Seth Rogen has decided to take over a um, interracial character, Donkey Kong. Yes, and Funky Kong, the brown, <laughs> not white <laughs> monkey. Uh, I thought is uh, Dixie Kong in this? I don't know. His love. I interest- didn't see any dicks. <laughs> I wonder if this will actually be any good. The fact that they've already done this because of the Mario thing, which another one of our news things is. So Chris Pratt is uh, the voice of everything. Yeah, he's going to be the voice of Garfield. Why? <laughs> I don't know. He's going to be the voice of Mario as well, which is where the Seth Rogen tie in is. Wasn't Bill Murray the voice of he Garfield? He was. And he makes mention of it in, in Zombieland, Zombieland too. too. <laughs> They've taken it from the man and he's still alive. I want to He may appear in Ant-Man 3. More so, news for you. I don't hate Chris Pratt, even though I think the internet seems to hate him because he's just in everything. But um, why do we think that this man has the range to be Garfield and Mario? I mean, how hard is it to be fucking Garfield? You just have to be. Uh, so, I hate I don't like and I'm Speak you or in fucking Winnie the Pooh, man. <laughs> You're telling me this man was in Mouse Rat and he's Star Lord and he's Garfield and he's fucking Mario too. What's I'm next? laying that on you, dog. <laughs> he's gonna be in a porno next. And maybe he already oh, has. And he's banging Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. Oh well, I'll be back. In your daughter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's kind of the way it is when you're married, usually. Um, Isn't this it? is you. I, I don't know. No, this that is, is false. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> so Niantic, the company that made Pokemon Go, that is still the, not quite the worldwide sensation, but it's still active. Uh, two years ago, they did uh, Harry Potter Wizards Unite, which was the same sort of augmented reality smartphone game slash experience. And I don't think it's going to be around as long as Pokemon Go because it's shutting down in 2022. (laughs) So I think it just goes to show that Pokemon was probably uh, the exact perfect thing to to translate to a form factor like that. And Harry Potter, 
people do not give not a so fuck about it nearly as much. <laughs> Understand. Not surprising. I think that that I just think that franchises is needs to take a rest for a while. The Harry uh, Potter, the Wizarding World. Yeah, I, I I think that the more J.K. Rowling tweets, <laughs> people are like, <laughs> this not great. <laughs> yeah, I, there's some people who can separate. And there's some people who can't. It's and it kind of makes me feel bad because obviously she is the one that created these characters in this world, but she to her involvement in like properties like this and like that that new like uh Harry Potter game that they're making for the PS5, like she has nothing to do with that. But nobody cares about that. <laughs> they're always gonna be like, oh Harry Potter, JK Rowling, even though she does not receive like probably well, she probably still does receive royalties from it. So you know what? Fuck I would think so. I, I would hope so. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> she is. She created it. So, anyways, yeah, she's she's uh she's gone off a rocker for a while, and I've never been a huge Harry Potter fan, anyways. So, I've kind of quite fancy Harry Potter. Um, so apparently Netflix has games, Jake's. Uh, so Jake's uh, on Android. Uh, it's rolling out upwards of now. Get this eight games on android through <laughs> so these games include stranger things 1984 stranger things 3 shooting hoops card blast and teeter up these... a collection of idle diversions accompanied by stranger things double header in the first step and what netflix is calling a grand plan for games on the service so depending on your subscription tier uh, they're going to be adding things to this uh, and it seems very much like this is going to be like smartphone games. And that's about it based on the current subscription model. And also they're only rolling them out on Android at the moment rather than iOS. So I'm assuming whatever you can play with a touchscreen or if you can connect a controller and stuff, it's a pretty limited offering they're putting out right now. But it looks like it's actual games rather than stuff like just Bandersnatch. <laughs> where snatch your band yeah where it's just like interactive uh choose your own adventure kind of thing when they first announced this i really thought it was going to be more shit like that uh but it looks like it's going to be actual games at least so cannot speak to the quality of them uh but ryan you have an android so maybe you can check that out <laughs> yeah i'll get right on that search for one of those things on your netflix app and see if you probably a bobo ass game <laughs> yeah probably not good but they may be free depending on your subscription tiers. So my, it's my father's subscription. <laughs> so hopefully, who the fuck played Str- <laughs> fourteen Stranger Things games last month? It was me, Papa. <laughs> um, Bowser pleads guilty, ordered to pay four point five million to Nintendo, and that's not the Bowser. It's that not we Bowser, know. and it's also not Doug Bowser, who is the vice president of Nintendo of America. No, it's Gary. Nintendo Switch hack creator Gary Bowser. So he's pled guilty in a criminal case filed by federal prosecutors. He was arrested in 2020 with French national Max Laurent for leading a group of Nintendo Switch hackers known as Team Executor. So he's uh, doing some piracy stuff. He got caught. Uh, he has to pay a thousand dollars a has, month. Again, no relation to Doug Bowser of Nintendo of America or Bowser from the Mushroom Kingdom, uh, popular villain. Uh, so he admitted to participating in a scheme to create and distribute tools designed to hack Nintendo Switch consoles, and his customers would then use tools to get these games for free. 
So pretty crafty. Just the fact, I think the only reason that this is new newsworthy is the fact that his it's name was amount. Bowser and he was sued by Nintendo. Well, I mean, that's a pretty so. hefty amount too <laughs> for anybody. Yeah, big, big amount. So it's this is beyond like just pirating games. It's selling selling software, profiting off that software to hack your Switch and get games, current wow. games for free. Well, Nintendo be- actually did something. Yeah. Well, this this goes beyond like downloading like a 30-year-old game that you can't buy on any other platforms. I think that that is legally dubious, but also But you could argue both ways. You could. You could pay for them. The fact that this guy's name is Bowser though is so fitting. <laughs> so fucking funny. If his name was like fucking Crash Bandicoot and he was doing Switch ports, I think Nintendo would have completely ignored him. <laughs> my name is my name is Mr. Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> my name is Jack. And my last uh, name is Daxter. Yeah. Jack Daxter. Anyways, I, I sell Cooper. bootleg Nintendo software. <laughs> um there is a trailer for the book of Boba Fett. Making him the so-called godfather of Star Wars. Ryan, what did you think of this? Well, he didn't die, so that's a plus. Yep. Um, <laughs> and he's back. And the release date, we talked about it, lines up with the six episodes of Hawkeye whenever they end. Yeah, I like this. Uh, it looks like there may be some crossover from The Mandalorian. I think it sounded like Pedro was in there. Definitely heard Pedro Pascal's voice in this. So I think he'll probably be either in like one of the first or last episodes or just like a cameo appearance. It makes sense. But he, he hooked up with Boba Fett in the last season and they helped each other out. So and then Boba Fett fucked off. and was like, yo, I'm going to go back to Tatooine and, and do some uh, gangster shit. So be interesting to see what this is boba fett as a leading character is weird because he's only been a background very much a background thing in most star wars things well let me ask you time frame wise where does mandalorian take place after so this is like 10 years after return of the jedi so boba fett was in the sarlacc pit uh and then i guess he got out well there's multiple (laughs) clones of him correct uh, not anymore. Not not now. It's just think- him. Just so him. how did he escape? So he just did. Well, there's that they alternate didn't. universe where he does come out in the comic <laughs> books, but then he dies later on as he yeah. tries to defeat Han Solo. Right. Han Solo put him straight back where he came from. Do you think we get any explanation? I wonder if he does ever say like, you know, I was uh, I was chilling there for a little while and then I got out. Or if he's just like, yeah, I just blasted my way out. I bet it's just something like that, where it's an offhand remark like, hey, didn't you, uh, didn't Jabba throw you off into the Sarlacc pit? And he's like, yeah, and I fucking got out because I'm a badass. So what do you, what do you expect? I run shit around here. I run shit around here now. I think it's Call me daddy. I think it's going to be more like that. It's, it's weird to see him as a leading character though, because literally in both of the movies he was in, he had about four lines of dialogue and his appearance in the last season of Mandalorian, he already had like 44 times as much talking as he ever did which at that point brings me to the point there's no small parts there's only small characters exactly uh but yeah it's i it'll be cool i mean i think it will at least be as passable as mandalorian but with no baby yoda we'll wait and see how much people like that based on baby yoda or not so and 
obviously the next season of Mandalorian, whenever that comes out, we'll, I think probably next year, probably next year, but yeah, we'll, we'll see how much people are interested without a uh, little baby Yoda running around. Oh. So I think it'll be good, but I wonder if people will be a little bit less psyched on it. Uh, but it looks solid, but well, what if there's a big reveal? We didn't know about baby Yoda. That is true. They, uh, star Wars do love some secrets. <laughs> so, um, speaking of something that's not a secret, Cyberpunk uh, still 2077 sucks. still is hot garbage on uh, gen- next-gen consoles, and the Witcher 3 port has also been pushed back to 2022, so uh, CD Projekt Red still behind and working on... Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, no PS5, no Xbox Series X or S version till at least middle of next year, it looks like, so... Grand Theft Auto is coming out. They're doing a trilogy remaster. So this is one that November I the 11th. think I'm going to get on the Switch. And I think I'm going to play the shit out of because I. You can have sex with prostitutes. I've not played any of these games. And then I've, beat them for your money. I've not played a single Grand Theft Auto other than a little bit of five in my college uh, roommate's uh, place. So this is going to include uh, GTA 3. Uh, Vice City and San Andreas with it looks like a little bit of a visual makeover coupled with updated movement and gameplay improvements Ooh, which I think I would take the updated movement and quality of life over the little bit of um, the little bit of uh, graphical updates so let me play that trailer for you Yes, let's look at the trailer on your phone. Yeah. As, as we I, record live. As, as I record live. So it's so. literally just like a wipe. Oh my but, god, it's mature. But it will it, it shows you like how Oh yeah. They're showing oh, yeah. you the original and the updated. And the up it doesn't look like a new game, but it looks better than it did. But well, I think it's also the nostalgia factor, right? I think that's a big thing. So a lot of I'm curious to see a big thing about these games at the time was the soundtrack and the the licensed music they had in them. Yeah. Uh, in addition to, of course, the the huge seeming open worlds for the time, the like what at the time would have been movie quality acting and story in a video game. What about the music, man? Are they going to get the licensing for that's that what again? I'm saying, man? Like it looks, <laughs> this right, it, man. Lo- it looks like better than if you were looking at an old blocky PS2 model and like, it doesn't look like a new game, but it looks better. But I think more importantly, the movement and like the shooting and stuff has been updated to feel more like a new game. And that is going to be more important than I think the visuals, because I can get down with that if you're looking at a, a, at an older game, but if it feels like sluggish and bad to play, that's the thing that's going to make me drop off. I can't off of get it. down with it. My down <laughs> is up on that. My down is up. Some people are shitty that it's sixty dollars, but I'm it's like three games. It's three games in one, and they re- like they put a lot of work into those old games. Even if they are old games, it's not like they just went here is all three of these old games, and we're going to do nin- a Nintendo. And we didn't do anything with them. Well, that's what Nintendo did with the Mario All Stars thing, where they're like. Here are three old games. We didn't do anything to them. They're 60 bucks. Like they definitely put a lot of work into the visuals. And again, more importantly, I think the movement. So Uh, that'll, that'll be fun. I am probably going to get that on the switch and I'm going to have a big old time with that because I haven't played any of those. 
um, free Metroid Dread demo out on Nintendo Switch. So you can download it. Just go to the eShop and uh, download it. I think it's about the first 40 or so minutes of the game. Uh, And they did this as like a Halloween special, which I don't think it's a particularly scary game. (laughs) I do think it is tense, uh, especially in some parts. But uh, yeah, I'm good to see Nintendo being like, hey, you want to like try this before you buy it? Let's see if you make want to make sure you want to buy it. Did we do something considerate? No, maybe. And, and also just good to see them uh, recognizing Nintendo or recognizing Metroid as a franchise and being like, hey, uh, we they really, really did do a lot of advertising for that one. So some would say maybe it's the only major release this holiday season. Do you think so? I've uh, seen something Mario, about the greatest Mario hits of Mario. Yeah. Yeah. That and Mario Party. Uh, but that's about it. So and that Mario Party, what does that consist of? Uh, I think it's a new, is it a new Mario Party or is it a Mario Party collect all stars collection or something? It looked like a collection yeah. from what I've seen. So yeah, it new 2D Metroid and Mario Party collection. I think that's both like the mate. That's the major first party releases for them for like the rest of this year <laughs> um so yeah i mean good to see them like hyping it up uh and you know free demos for most games i think are just a good idea overall if you're gonna pay for it at least let me try it out first to see if i'm gonna like it um and last but not, oh we already said that chris pratt is gonna be uh is gonna be garfield yeah, just just great stuff. Love to you love to see it. Chris Pratt is you'll also going to be Sonic the Hedgehog. He'll oh, what? <laughs> he's going to be Mario and Sonic. I just saw he's going to be Crash Bandicoot too. And oh, wait, hold on. I just <laughs> That's got, just in. I got another news alert. Chris Pratt's going to be Samus as well. <laughs> what? I don't. Samus is a woman. Maybe he'll augment his voice in such a way. <laughs> Oh, that's just un- and he's gonna be Laura Croft. The Chris Pratt is going too fucking far. He's gone all over the place. You can't, you can't be. It's gonna be the new characters. Dathan Drake. What? <laughs> they just reshot the cropped of Tom Holland out of that movie. This just in: Gal Gadot is the new evil queen in Disney's upcoming live-action reboot of Snow White. Also, this just in: Chris Pratt's gonna be the new Wonder Woman as well. <laughs> also. Chris Pratt has decided to don the Black Widow suit and be the new Black Widow. No fucking way. Yes. Uh, I've also just seen he's doing a one man show on Broadway where he does all of the Avengers at once. Chris Pratt is an American icon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know how you could see it any other way. Yes, laugh it up. It's not. It's not a laughing matter. It's the truth. Uh, I just thought he was going to do redo Al Gore's uh, documentary, man, man, Inconvenient Truth. He'll be man bear pig. <laughs> do you think my wife would get mad at me if I got a Carolina Panthers cover for our light switch? I think she'd be so mad at me. I don't know how much is it. It's only like ten bucks. Are you on Amazon right now? Um, no, I was just scrolling through our news and then there was like some advertise advertisement <laughs> and I was like, and you're like Carolina <laughs> Panthers, the light switch cover. Yeah. I'm like, Fuck, Oh yes, yeah. I'm getting this. <laughs> <laughs> 
How well, they, bad would my light wife love that? Well, they won last week, but Sam Darnold got a big old concussion, didn't they? <laughs> he did. He did. But maybe for the best. Who knows? He got concussed for the best. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> He's not playing right now, so that's good. <laughs> um, Jake, we watched a movie this week. We what did. movie did we watch? Uh, Ryan, we watched Halloween Kills, uh, colon, Ryan's Will to Live. So this is our Halloween episode and the fact that it's going to be the 4th of November when you're listening to this for the first time, uh, I just want all of you to know, we don't understand how calendars work. And, uh, that was an oversight on our part. (laughs) We Uh, had a lot of other things going on. Yeah. We had squid games to watch. Yeah. More people cared about that. That will be better than this. Yeah. So yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, if you want some quality entertainment, watch Squid Game. Uh, Halloween Two sucks. Halloween Kills is it's not, not the title. That's the truth. A good movie. So I I don't even think there's anything we can necessarily spoil about this because Michael Myers is back and he kills some people, and that's pretty much all that happens in this movie. <laughs> there's a woman who gets <laughs> who comes at him with a handgun. He kicks a door open to a automobile, hits the girl's hand that is taking shots at him and it flings back at her. Somehow her, she shoots herself. Yes. Yes, she does. <sighs> so Ryan, I guess, what did you, what did you think about this? Um, I, and give me your honest opinion. I, don't I think it was to- better than the last one. Oh, we're going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I watched the last one. I'm just going off what I truly felt when I saw just the last one. This one I felt emotions. okay with, <laughs> but we also watched it at home where I could drink and smoke CBDs. Um, but I was not smoking CBD at the time. So I was just strictly drinking and having a good time amongst friends. Um, what I would say about this <laughs> is you. I thought the, the gore was probably my favorite part of this. Um, some of the deaths were a little funny. Um, there's a scene wherever Michael Myers is walking towards some lady and she's like hiding behind a tree. And I was, and they just show Michael Myers looking out over this lake. And I'm like, what if he farted here? How hilarious would that be? That's what I would do. He did not fart by himself. He felt alone. He did not fart. Let's face it. He's like in his sixties. So his, um, you know, his prison wallet isn't as uh, elastic as it used to be. And uh, what else? Um, I thought the ending was kind of bullshit. Um, just the two endings where and Jamie Lee Curtis was non-existent. But of course, they're setting up for a trilogy. And obviously she foreshadows that she dies because she's like, if he he has to die, I have to die. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you the, know that classic line of dialogue if he has to die I have to die yeah. blah blah the blah. city's people <laughs> might as well be the dumb officers I mean they believe in Michael Myers but they're just as dumb and they get killed so easily how does like a 50 year old or 60 year old man who's gotten pummeled in the middle of the street get up and beat some ass he's clearly immortal I think is the yes. only way that I can and rationalize this so for those of you who are uninitiated, Halloween Kills is a sequel to Halloween 2018, which in and of itself wiped the timeline of all other Halloween movies except for the original Very one from 1978. So in this, we're greeted by a group of people who have like a vigil at a bar every year where they get together and like, hey, 
fucking this Michael Myers guy. We really don't like him, do we? But they're keeping his memory alive. They keep showing up every year. Exactly. So the thing that frustrated me about this is that Halloween 2018, as opposed to Halloween 1978, wiped the timeline of everything except for the first one. So in the first one, Michael Myers kills like six people. But it happens over a period of like... No, it happens in one night. It does not happen in one night. He kills his sister and then... He when he's a child, and then later right. on, and he's then he an comes adult. back and kills six There's more people. Anyways, I I digress. It's Halloween night. He's killed multiple people on a Halloween night. Well, I'll give you that. So he's twenty one years old, and he's locked away in a mental facility for forty years. If that happened in your town, your hometown, Ryan, and you happen to know you the cousin, the cousin of a guy of your brother's guy. What cousin? I'm so lost. You know. A guy who knows you knew a guy. a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy's cousin. They got killed by Michael Myers, right? Yeah. Would you meet every single year on Halloween night for 40 years and be like, "Yeah, he's fucking terrorized this town for 40 years." There's sometimes I don't even want to go to parties that made plans for like <laughs> weeks in advance. So no, I would say that I exactly. would not be there every night. You'd be like, "Oh, he's terrorized this town for 40 years." No, the fuck he hasn't. He's been locked away for 40 years. And that's the th- the frustrating thing about this is it really wants to have its like cake and eat it too. Like it's relying on the audience understanding that Michael Myers has been a threat to this town over the like eight movies that have happened. But the problem is in this universe, none of those have counted. So he's just a person that killed some people 40 years ago and now he's escaped again. They'd be like, who? What? Like that would just be the most interesting thing that happened in that small town. It would not be a thing that people would cower in fear every Halloween night for 40 straight years to be like, I hope the guy in the mask doesn't come back. Like you wouldn't even remember his name. Well, they're and all fucking idiots and are, and they do the, the, the fact that it felt to me like this, they had an idea for two movies and they were like, why don't we make a third movie? Boom. And the reason and we're going to be able to make this third movie by having people make the dumbest fucking choices imaginable throughout this entire movie. Young, dumb and full of cum. No, they're all old. They're old and their cum's dried up (laughs) and they're just like jumping out of buildings and just starting a starting riots in the hospital. Like it's it was it was a frustrating thing to kind of watch because it goes beyond the tropes of just people making dumb decisions and falling down at the worst possible time and not being able to escape from a person that's really slow with a knife. Who is in their sixties? Who's in their sixties? <laughs> I, I mean the 2018 one, I know that you did not like, but I think that in comparison, it's probably maybe like the second best one in this franchise. Are you serious? Yes. What's the first one? The H two O, the 20th anniversary one. That's the best one, but it's obviously been wiped from the timeline because that one has Laurie class. That one has Laurie Strode moving out to California and she's faked her death. And now she's the head mistress of like a Catholic boarding school. that's like Hogwarts, but without any of the cool, like wizard shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. With the same, but they, uh, yeah. And so (laughs) that one, (laughs) The, yeah, gonna, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I went to. I was going to do J.K. Rowling, but I backed out of it. So I was like, "Let's 
that that is a good one and i think that it's it captures the tone of what this probably should be as like a smaller scale sort of thing and a more personalized sort of threat like he is always a threat to her because in those previous continuities it's revealed that oh she's the other daughter of this a family that he killed and then she gets like adopted and that's why her name is different and that's why he's always coming after her but in this it's like no that's why we named you nunna maker yeah and this it's like no he's just trying to go home and it has no connection to laurie it's really just him trying to go back to Big John and Little John's house. Oh, yeah. We didn't get to them. <laughs> we got Stuart and the guy who was also... In Righteous Gemstones. In Righteous Gemstones. They play this... Uh, they, Gay they, couple. They, well, it's ambiguous. No, they're, defi- they're definitely a couple. But So one is Big John, one's Little John, but Big John's Which actually shorter than Little John. Yeah, why would you... Little John Stewart. Little John, John Stewart. Stewart. Madge, little John is John Stewart. Little John, John Stewart. Big John is J- <laughs> JJ, BJ. We'll call him BJ and LJ. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's good to see Michael McDonald back out there too. I was like, oh my god, there he is. Um, and they don't show him getting killed, which I appreciated. The kills in this were brutal. A man took a knife to the eye. They brought back a lot of uh, familiar characters just to kill them off. Yes, they did. And uh, one man jumped to his death as a mob tried to chase him down. And he jumped and then you saw his body splat all over the ground twitching. And townspeople were like, evil dies tonight. So that's another thing that I have a problem with. Evil dying tonight, Jake. The, are you supportive for evil? Yes. I'm a big fan of it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I live so, for. Uh, this has Tommy Doyle, who is one of the kids that Michael Myers didn't kill in the original one. He's also the he's nerd from by, Breakfast Club. He's played by Paul Rudd in the 1996 Halloween, which is Halloween. Seven. But we don't even know about that one. Uh, and not canon anymore, but he does make an appearance in that. Um, anyways, he basically organizes a mob. He whips the town into a frenzy and they go into full like vigilante justice mode to go hunt after Michael Myers, which again, you, they would be who they'd be like, what? Like for the guy from 40 years ago, like what? (laughs) I'm going to mess y'all up. We were like 12 years old. When that guy killed like a handful of people, I could count the number of people he killed on. One hand and then one more finger, and that's it. Six. That's six fingers, Ryan. That is. I um, can count most, as well. For most people, that's six fingers. Some of you. Maybe more. Maybe, maybe yeah, less. Maybe more. It depends on what kind of mood I'm in that day. But what? it <laughs> six fingers. Sometimes more, sometimes a bit less. But it's 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 so just I I hate it. <laughs> I like I don't understand. I, in the continuity of this this timeline, that just that reaction doesn't make sense. The fact that 
he's able to literally bring a mob and the mob just hangs out at the hospital for most of this movie. The town has really nothing to do. They've got nothing better to it's do. It's Halloween night. Who Fuck candy. Fuck they, these kids. They don't need any candy. They've got a chant that says evil dies tonight. And we were <laughs> chanting stop the steal when we were watching this. To which they also said they took her job. <laughs> and when they got bored, they said back, back to, to the, the big gay pile. <laughs> I mean, it's just like Megan was. Would, <laughs> they kept cornered him on the street. Megan said, "Oh, good, the Proud Boys are rolling up and jumping Michael Myers." <laughs> like it's just like it's just guys with trucks just rolling up on him, and it's just the dumbest fucking shit you've ever seen. And they make the same mistakes they continuously make with him. Is that? This man already survived a specifically engineered house burning basement fire. That the you, firefighters were there, to which yeah. he dismembered and killed all of them. Killed all of them. Laurie Strode's daughter, uh, she grabs a pitchfork and stabs him one time. And there was just like, Whew, well, I'm, I'm tired. I'm glad that guy's dead. Like, no, he's not dead. He they killed got you him, later. They've got him like beating. They beat him up in the street and then they just stop. And then he winds up killing everybody in the group. It's this, it's bring, yeah, like you said, bringing people back just to have them like killed in ridiculous and increasingly just hilarious sorts of ways. It's about the dumbest thing I've ever seen because it makes no sense. How's a 60 year old man get up <laughs> without anybody hearing him? Because it's I'm really in my fucking 30s and I can stand up and whenever I go get up, I'm like, Oh, I stood up too fast. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm light-handed. How's nobody hear that? And how is he able to maneuver how's his hands in such a way? How's a 60-year-old man able to stand up without making a noise? Because if I you start I, seeing some motherfuckers go down, you get in your car and you run the motherfucker over. Done. At least try it. Like, it, it's this... It it's just not run that. It feels like they had enough material for two movies and they're desperately trying to stretch it out into three. And this really has that filler movie sort of feel to it where they're just like, you know what? Maybe we did use, we're saving some of our best ideas for the, the, for the finale. I think some of the gore and the shock value of it is what's uh, helped this movie. Yeah. I, I, and I don't necessarily think it's a, I, it is a bad movie. If you want to watch any of the Halloween ones, the 2018 one is is pretty good. It's definitely better than this in comparison. Um, and H2O, the 20th anniversary one is good. And if you just want to watch like a, a really a slice of life from like 1978, the original one is also not a bad watch, but it's it's kind of slow. There's no gore at all. I don't even think there's any blood. Like there's Michael Myers with like a plastic, clearly a plastic knife, <laughs> just stabbing people and people also making dumb decisions. But um, yeah, I, I will say though, music in this banging. Is it? I didn't even remember hearing any music in the this. Best part of any Halloween movie is the music. Um, that John Carpenter score uh, oh, yes. remixed okay. in new and interesting sorts of ways, I think is, is always one of the highlights of, uh, one of these movies. So the last one and particularly in this one, music was good. Definitely the highlight rest of it, not on the same level, but the music is, is, was definitely if Michael Myers farted in that one scene. Then I think this it would really have been a 10 out of 10 for you. Pump this movie up a whole point, <laughs> a 10 out of 10 for you. But yeah, 
I, I just, there's not too much more I, I can really say about it. It's, it's a frustrating watch. Like we could go. Oh, s- like the last one. Yeah. We could go scene by scene, but really it'd be like, oh, Michael Myers shows up and kills some people. What happened to the next scene? He showed um, up and killed somebody. He killed some more people. <laughs> Choked some guy out with the stethoscope. Yeah. Or he put his fingers in his eye. Or no, he stabbed the dude in the eye. Um, Jake, what would you rate this movie? This From one like to ten. Four out of ten. I would give it a five out of ten. Oh. Well, interesting that I said it was uh, not that. I said it was okay and gave it a lower rating than you did. <laughs> yes. I am just going to go par for the course. Just even straight, straight down, down the, the middle. middle. I... If you have Peacock already, I think, and you're still in the Halloween movie spirit, I'd say it's worth a watch. Everybody's moved on to Christmas, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's all Christmas. It's time to watch the Santa Claus again. Oh, my God. Where I'm at work-wise, <laughs> they put up like the nativity scene. They got like reefs out. They've wrapped the light poles and shit like that. Nice. They just did that like starting like this week. Like this, like November. 1st. November 1st, they were like. It's Take the Christmas condom bitch. off. <laughs> we are fucking with this Christmas dick right now. Well, we're probably putting up our tree in like the next week or two. So I told Megan, she's like, no, wait till after Christmas. But right until after Christmas, put the tree up. That's a bold move. That is a bold move. <laughs> um, no, after Thanksgiving. Sorry. Um, but last year I put it up around my birthday month, but I had the whole week off. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll figure it out. I might do it like not this weekend, but next weekend. Yeah. For me, it's an all-day activity. Really? I just throw the tree up, and I'm like, oh, what's up? And then we'll just decorate it as time goes. But we the lights a, are already on it. It's we have a lot of pre-made. shit. We have a lot of shit in our attic. So the attic is always a big adventure for me. Uh, and very harrowing sometimes. I've fallen yeah, out Yeah, apparently. It that's fucking like a dead body up there or something. Uh, mine almost. Yeah. Well, your dead body bottom on the ground. Bottom of the steps. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's move him up there. <laughs> you know, was- Clark Griswold. <laughs> Just breaking through the <sighs> good stuff. But yeah. Uh, anything else you want to add about Halloween kills? Um, no, <laughs> I can't. I can't even pretend. I can't. It was okay. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it is just okay. But Halloween Kills, I don't think I can really recommend it. I would say a lot of the other ones are better movies, even though they're older, and uh, maybe they have that nostalgia factor for you. But this just didn't didn't hit for me on any sorts of levels, and just really seemed like they were trying to stretch out something that could have been two movies instead of three. So. Uh, Ryan, anything else you want to anything else you want to add before we wrap up for another week? Nope, I'm just gonna go home, take a nappy poo, wake up and do it all over again. A long dog. nap. Some would say that's going to sleep for the night. Some would say that, but <laughs> others wouldn't. Some might call it a a nappy poo. A nappy poo. That's <laughs> what I do. Is nappy poos. <laughs> well guys thanks for listening uh share the show with a friend if you want to uh and please give us a rating if you want to again not required because this is free but Uh, you should but we would really appreciate it if you did uh honestly anyways (laughs) no joke there i just would i would appreciate it so uh thanks for listening guys as we say at the end of and every episode of uh almost accurate nighty night bitches until next time folks yay folks i said folks instead of folks you're folks yeah fuck that up sorry oh well 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.